0: Howdy, friends, and welcome to the Full Disclosure Farming Podcast. I'm Erica. I'm a business school graduate turned farmer's wife.
1: And I'm Joe. I'm a college dropout with a master's degree from the University of Hard Knocks. Together, we run several successful farm and egg businesses.
0: Let's get brutally honest about all the issues facing our generation of farmers and ranchers. Hello, party people. It's another glorious day.
1: Glorious. What's going on, podcast people? How are we doing?
0: So, we just got back from Cancun, if I was speaking in current times, but actually we leave for Cancun in two days. Right. Yeah, but I'm by gonna... the time you hear this, we'll already mm, be back. Right. Hopefully I'll have a nice tan and we'll be very relaxed and rejuvenated from our time mm. on the beach.
1: I'm going to be bloated from how much I drink and
0: eat. You really like, what do they call that mixed drinks you get where it's the red and the white? Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Yeah, not a lot of that's... farm update, because, girl, we've been out of
1: town. Yeah, farm update forecast is the farm, everything is cleaned up, cattle are situated, and we are headed to the best place in the entire world, which is not Cancun. It is the fucking Maple Woods, baby. But oh, you we know
0: what else is going to happen mm, when we get back. Miss Michelle is coming out. Michelle is coming out. Okay, so good our good. last episode was... Don't be boomery, which led us to the question of, who are you farming for?
1: So I think at first we all start out farming for our parents.
0: Because child labor? Mm,
1: hashtag. Yeah, because that. Because, well, I don't know. It, no, being very contradictory lately. Me? And I no, me. Oh. Um,
0: you are not really acting yourself in... Just from what we've recorded Spent today. Spent a lot of so time hard. in the uh, woods evaluating
1: okay. a lot of shit. I
0: appreciate it. Maybe and it's
1: cool. yeah. Here's what I'll say. Despite all the bullshit that I watched go down in my life with my parents, I did watch my mom and dad have a love for this at one point. It, and I, it
0: in a place of it passion. It started
1: in a place of passion. And Jay will...
0: Sorry, passion got me all So
1: away. you got all fucking weird rubbing her boobs passion, and like that sounds like
0: I don't know. Ooh, Stop.
1: whiskey. Anyway, I'm done harvesting. It's been
0: a long
1: couple weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a listen, there's a there's a reel, I think it's on Instagram, where it was like you see your your husband comes home from harvesting and, and it was uh Will Farrell and he's like, I've traveled five hundred miles <laughs> to what did he say? I, I, I don't know, fucking know. It was funny know, as shit. You, It I'm was Will know. Ferrell <laughs> lager scene and whatever. Don't type that in a Pornhub. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I did watch my parents farm for a while in a passionate
0: sense. So you're saying that inspired you to want yeah, to watch
1: Yeah, I think it. probably. I mean, what the fuck else would I be here for that? That well, it was, it was quite loud.
0: the high pitch you just hit. Yeah,
1: I mean, why else would I be... Where yeah. else would I got that?
0: Right, and that it all starts there, yeah. right? You're, you're see, just your upbringing um, and you're raising. You're like, oh, like, it's all, I, and, and all you've known, and it's yeah. a positive experience. You want to be like your parents. You want to make them proud. Yeah, them proud. no, you're not going to Then make it proud. goes sideways. I
1: um, but I, I think that Jay will see us be, he's seen us be passionate. You know, he's seen it all. And, and I, whether you're... Whether you're angry or happy, I, I believe my anger and my happiness all comes from the same place. Passion. Sure. So, so you
0: start off farming for your parents yep. when you're little. But mm-hmm. then as you get older, you do it for your parents because you think that's what's expected of you. Yep. Fair?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a real life. You yeah. know,
0: everybody wants to please their parents, right? If you grew up in a household that was there was no if ands, or buts about it, you were going to college. Well, guess what? You probably went to college. Or you were going to play football. That's what your parents wanted for you. Or mm-hmm. they, you know, you played football, and maybe it wasn't really your thing, but they always signed you up, so you always did it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so much. There's many layers to that. I and,
1: think, in a and in, in to uh, throw a little more fucking hate on the boomers, because, you know, they're fucking boomers and they need a little hate, I think that boomers laid some pretty wild expectations on their children as a whole. You know, I think that you were expected to wrestle, you were expected to play sports, or you were expected to farm, or you were expected to go to the military, or you were... That's a lot to put on a 16-year-old Yeah,
0: a young, impressionable mother. Yeah, yeah. So then you're farming... Then it gets to this final stage where you're farming for your parents because you're trying to prove yourself. Right. Which we talked about in the last episode, but just give us a briefing on it. Well, I think that...
1: I think that us as as that group of individuals, I think you never really get done. Or you never really get that thing you wanted your boomer parent to say.
0: Well, because the, the boomers, they're not really big on like, I'm proud of you, son. Is that fair? My right. parents aren't boomers, so it's an actual question.
1: Let me, let me rephrase. A boomer will never say, I'm proud of you and mean it.
0: Or to you.
1: Or to you.
0: Because I remember that a lot.
1: So my 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 dad would say to a lot of the community members, "Joe's really kicking ass up there. We're really getting shit done." Right, he would he'd
0: say it to you. He'd say it to every other. Of them, right? right, and so if he, he
1: would tell me, like when I ace something, well, I guess you did all right. I guess you did a good. You know, it was never like. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was Backwards never like compliments. It was never like he gra- he never like grabbed me and was like, "I gotta tell you." You really kicked it out, kicked right. fucking ass. You really knocked this one out of the park, right? And I gotta tell you, man, you really did something good here.
0: Yeah. So that final stage is you're driven by your need to want to hear that.
1: And half the time, let me finish. And half the time that that happened, I had to pry it out of them. So which doesn't count. Let's just let's just go, bit, real quick. For many of the months of building the sugar house, the family did not speak to me this thing that we designed and i built was done and operational and we made serum and this is a badass son of a bitch. I mean this sugar house is sweet you know i mean it, and it and it works like it's like clockwork so finally i had my dad in the sugar house and we were like talking and i'm like so what do you think and he's like well you did all right and i'm like Holy fuck. All right is where we landed on this <laughs> monstrosity of a four-month-long undertaking. I came home. You remember? Jesus Christ, I left at 7 o'clock in the morning and never came home before 4.
0: Yeah.
1: Every For how long? Yeah. Three months? Yeah. And I was down there, like, scratching my head. I mean, every gray hair that you people see in my fucking TikToks and my beard is because I sat there going, like, Scratching my beard, trying to plumb this motherfucker to make it perfect. And it was perfect. And the coolest part of that whole sugar house is when I flipped the switches for the first time, nothing broke. That fucker was planned out. There was not one fuck up. It was perfect. Start to finish perfect. Other than the first time we boiled, we didn't have enough sap to make syrup. Right. You know, but it was, you did all right. So now we did all this and now like still my family even extended family has a hard time being like good job they have a, they, they struggle yeah
0: i feel like it's that old i guess it's not even probably an old saying but just where your strangers on the internet will support you for longer mm-hmm. and farther mm-hmm. than the people that are close and to i would like
1: sometimes. to speak to that too honey you people are incredible.
0: Yeah, we love our pod people.
1: And in and, and our TikTok people. Oh, and, and I mean, uh, this is where it started. TikTok started into a pod. Yeah. Like, but there's people, Todd's, several of them.
0: Yeah, a couple Todd's.
1: A couple Todd's. And then there's a couple girls, Carmen, that are just always wanting questions or having questions. Just and,
0: supportive all Just the supportive. Time. And
1: yeah, I really love appreciate. that. And I really appreciate y'all being like, hey. You know, and I love that you appreciate my honesty. Because I am a shrewd son of a bitch. And some of the things that I say are wrong. Like, not wrong. I'm never wrong. never been wrong in my life. Ew, my. <laughs> but, like, some of the things I say, you have to understand. You have to know me to accept that that's okay. Right. For me to say that. Moving on.
0: Okay, part two. You finally transitioned... Into being your best self, and you decided you're going to be a little bit selfish, and you're going to farm for yourself.
1: No, you're not. No, that never happened. That's
0: a very small stage. That
1: didn't happen. That's not, it that didn't happen.
0: I wrote it down, it's number two.
1: Right, well, you, you write shit all you want all over, I'm here, look, I crossed it out.
0: But this was your idea. You right. Said for your parents, for yourself. I've not
1: done business. that for me. I've not done it yet.
0: Well, no, but it's, it still exists. It's still a stage that exists. Really? I think so is where
1: we're headed. Here, let me tell you. I spend a lot of time thinking about the future and a lot of time like, how am I, how is Jay going to run this or how is Stevie going to run this? And then I had this weird realization and I don't even know what brought it to me. I feel like you can give my hunting that credit where I've sat and thought.
0: Just time in your head.
1: Time in my head. Yeah. And I've spent a lot of time farming for my parents in the last 10 years. And I spent a lot of time farming for Stevie and JJ in the last two. And I don't remember when I farmed for myself. And all you people that are listening to this are feeling this right now. I'm going to call it out. You, how many of you men and women are like, we need to do this for my, my, our son. We need to have this so they can run it. Did you farm for you?
0: Right, for your
1: kids. Was... No, but did you farm for your actual self? Did you be like, this is my farm, I'm going to run how the fuck I want, and they can run how the fuck they want when we're ready to farm it? Some people do. How money? It's mm-hmm. not money.
0: I feel like this is a little bit like you've fallen victim to your own people-pleasing. Mm-hmm. With, oh. like, wanting to, like, I mean, JJ's he's five, and huh? Stevie's still in high school. Like, they're not that important. Like, it's not for them. Mm-hmm. We didn't do this for them. Like, we did this for us. Mm-hmm.
1: You have a completely different perspective than I do. I know, and I will admit to that. And I'm better about it than I've ever been. The people pleasing thing.
0: Yeah, like you still guilt is a currency. Yeah, it's still floating. Around yeah, in guilt is
1: a fucking currency. Yep, for sure. I think that the us talking on this podcast helps me as much as it helps other people. Yeah. We need to stop farming for the next generation. So
0: we'll skip number two, farming for yourself. We'll double back to that. Okay. So f- number three, farming for the next generation. Here's the thing. You curate this business and you manage it for years or decades and you get it all wrapped up in a pretty bow and you think it's perfect and nobody fucking wants it. <laughs> the people that you thought would be there to take over the reins, they flaked. They went here, they went there, they got a better offer. That is, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm saying that that is an option. That could happen. So I don't want you to get to that point and then feel like you wasted your whole life like polishing a turd to hand off to someone who doesn't have their handout.
1: Absolutely incredibly relevant point, honey. Irrelevant? Relevant. Oh. Relevant. Incle- wow, you're aggressive there. Incredibly relevant. You need something, and I have it for you. <laughs> um, Incredibly relevant point. But here's one thing I have to say with that. I have been a goddamn train wreck the last six weeks. Yes. Okay. You have talked me off ledges. That's my job. When you have talked me off ledges, who is with you? JJ? Yeah. Yes. How many times have you called me or I called you on your phone, in your truck, and JJ's sitting in the back seat, and I'm like, what in the fuck am I doing? This is fucking bullshit. Fuck this. I'm so fucking over it. This whole fucking farm is a goddamn fucking joke. I'm fucking over it. I'm fuck, fuck this corn, fuck these beans, fuck everybody, fuck this whole farm, fuck these people for leaving my gates open, fuck them for smashing my gates, fuck, fuck, fuck the whole world, right? Why on earth? Would my five-year-old son ever wanted to step into a managerial position that I have? Why would my child want to live where I live?
0: He don't. He doesn't. Because it like a goddamn nightmare. It's
1: a goddamn nightmare. All right? So this is where we're going to lead into the next fucking podcast, which is, is it really fucking worth it? Is it really worth it? We You just read me a message from someone. Why do we do this to ourselves? Oh, yeah. My point is, is that how many fucking times have I lost my shit? And in a lot of times... Wow, the wind is fucking impressive. A lot of times, it's like... We talked about this on maybe this one or the earlier podcast. Like, how many fucking times have we sorted the same group of fucking cattle because of goddamn carelessness?
0: Five times. Four times in the last ten days.
1: Because of goddamn carelessness. So, you want to get revved up... And every one of you people that are listening to this fucking podcast have dealt with this shit. My point is, how many times have have I called you, honey? And I've just been at my wits fucking end. Yeah. So now, here we are. We're truly sitting here thinking, hmm, Are we really picking the right fucking apples off the right tree? We have this biz beef business that's just fucking wowzers. And here I am spraying soybeans 72 fucking times. So,
0: Literally. this is from Canada. This is a message from Canada. It's
1: Matthias. That, That's
0: a topic to think about because there's no other reason to do this other than we love it. He said, Why the fuck would we put ourselves under this much financial stress and pressure to farm? Other than, you know, basically, we have to love it. Otherwise, why are we putting ourselves through it? was his comment.
1: Yeah. This actually just happened to us when we were headed to dinner with Patrick and Liz. And I'm like, man, I really love fucking growing soybeans or growing corn. And you're like, when the fuck did you? And it's like, but in my heart, I do. I love the challenge. I love putting them seeds in the ground. I love... It just, the last two months went to shit on us. And, you know, I mean, I, I love harvesting a crop. I love knowing that I did... But this summer has been literal AIDS.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We just we've we've still not landed in the same on the same page for this.
1: We're still yeah, we're still struggling with yeah. it. Yeah. Tell your end of it.
0: Well, I mean, my thing is like, okay, you're like, oh, I love planting soybeans, and it's like, I I know that in April you were fucking cranky, stressed because the ground wasn't ready, and then in no, May, cause my,
1: no, 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 because I got done fucking making syrup. March 27th, and I had to be in the field April 3rd, and I never got to touch any of my tractors. Okay. okay.
0: Cranky stress because planning didn't, whatever.
1: Because, no, cranky stress because, because planning was Joe. I planted all of those acres.
0: Then you rotted in the sprayer for like five months through the whole summer. <laughs> yep. And then, you know, harvest. I was
1: supposed to get a new sprayer this year. <sighs>
0: wish. Harvest turned to shit because of the rain, and it's like, I don't, the reasons and the excuses for it yeah. all change. Yep. It's just like the wheel of fortune, we all spin mm-hmm. it, but the it still results in the same cranky human, and I'm like, you don't love this. No, not a single part of this have you mm-hmm. enjoyed, and I just don't see, just don't see it.
1: <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> this is a truth that none of us as male- Farmers want to hear. Our wives look on us in this incredible stress, incredible upside-down emotions, tired, exhausted. And in some of those times, there is a glimpse of, I did that. It worked. I made it work. And after all of that shit, at the beginning of it, I was beyond fucking stressed. And at the end of it, I was like, how did I just pull that off? There is still people right now that are out there wondering how the fuck they're going to get the corn out of the field. And our corn is out of our field. And you remember how stressed I was. How the fuck am I going to do it? And I did it. And the triumph was amazing. But I don't know lately if the juice is worth the squeeze. The difference is here, podcast people, is, is that a bumper crop for us is 150 bushel of corn to the acre. When we take our... Deductions and our all the bullshit out. I mean, three dollars basis drying. basis drying all the bullshit. It just there's not much money left. So your where you see your deal, which you're part of the business. Why are you making that face?
0: I'm just listening. Oh, we're like divulging into this in real time. Like we've not have had a conversation. Oh yeah, well about
1: like like previously yeah. like I'm so like on. Erica's Erica's part of the business is way less stressed because she sells herself. She sells our business. She sells our brand. People buy our beef, and it's like, and I'm not going to say easy, but, like, way the fuck easier than growing a crop and not knowing. You can go pick up ten customers tomorrow morning.
0: Way less risky.
1: Way, way less risky. So that's, like, one thing where we need to, like, look at that harder. You know, your deal is yeah. is incredible. At the end of the day, I feel like I would just like to say, you need to farm for 20 years for yourself before you start thinking about farming for the next generation.
0: Well, and I want to double back. I'm Go glad ahead. you brought that up about the boomer thing, because they just took over the farm from their 80-year-old dad.
1: Wait, who, the boomer? The boomer. Mm-hmm.
0: And they've had it for seven years, seven years and now... The 30-year-old already wants to take it over. Bro just got control of that shit. No wonder he doesn't want to hand it over. But he sh- I mean, they should have pushed, you know. I- it's a chain reaction that needs broken somewhere. But I just, I'm glad you brought that up because I had meant to say that earlier.
1: All right. I want to talk about that in two senses. Number one, I've heard about people doing a skip generation farm.
0: Yeah, I've heard of that. What?
1: And uh, I don't know anything about it other than that's that's what I heard about it.
0: The land goes from grandpa to grandson because dad in between, like, it's not worth all the fees and mm-hmm. transitioning it to him for six years.
1: Mm-hmm. Very unfortunately, that is correct. The middle-aged man is the boomer boy. Just
0: to empathize with their situation. They mm-hmm. feel like they just fucking got the thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I want to talk about this really quick. My grandfather, John, who JJ is named after, he... Um he did custom spraying. He did custom spraying, and I'll never forget a spray rig. It had 30 foot booms, which was fucking large. And he had welded a milk can into the top of the spray rig for the cover. Okay, it was a four hundred gallon tank with thirty foot booms and it was he built it and he sprayed with a Massey Harris forty four. My grandpa John died because he sprayed pre-emerge, which was Agent Orange. And he would come home at night time after spraying all this pre-emerge and come in. and, And my grandmother, Elizabeth, would be like, John, those goddamn socks are all orange again. And he died at, I don't know how old he was. He died in 1990 from cancer. He was a wonderful man. But anyhow, what I'm getting at is that my father, and this could be a very large contribution to the struggles, is that my dad never battled his dad.
0: He never had to deal with a transition situation because it was just pretty much plopped.
1: Well, Grandpa John passed away.
0: Yeah. There was no discussion needed had about it.
1: Right. So, all of us live a very different life perspective. Yeah. But... Like that one gentleman said, we do it because we love it.
0: Yeah, so at the end of the day, you need to figure out what makes you happy in your farm, in your business. And focus on that for a while, because you deserve that. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're headed. That's what we're going to deliberate on across the winter. We have... Figure out where the heck we're going. Yeah,
1: we have, uh, we're at a time right now where we have to figure out just exactly what the future holds, and I don't think that... Here's what I proved to myself this year. Uh, I had a $6.35 corn contract and a thirteen ninety two bean contract for almost all of my corn and beans. And before I was done, I still don't feel like I really fucking raked in the dough. And me and Clayton, that fucker's coming on this podcast. Me and Clayton have had the conversation. At what point do you stop growing start satisfying. Stop growing and start satisfying.
0: Now's the time.
1: And at what point do you say, Well, I do I need to farm another two hundred acres or or should I farm a hundred less, smile and make
0: And hang out with my family almost
1: the same money. Yeah. I feel like I love my family more than any man in the world and that's just me being biased, but like yeah. I spent a lot of time away from my family this year paying fucking bills that I don't know are going to get paid.
0: Right. It wasn't, did it even
1: pay? Did it pay to pay them? Or did it pay? No, it, it didn't did it pay, pay, it pay to, to try, to you know, sacrifice to that. sacrifice. You know what I mean? I feel like Jay's doing something really cool and I'm somewhere.
0: Christmas concert literally last week.
1: Yeah. In a fucking bean field, pulling or a cornfield, pulling a fucking grain buggy right. out of the mud, I'm and wandering
0: around the auditorium looking for one single solo seat all by myself to try and find somewhere mm-hmm. to sit to watch this concert.
1: And in twenty years, I don't get that back. And I could die tomorrow. You could die tomorrow. Jake could die tomorrow. I mean, we, the no, nothing is guaranteed. So why the fuck is a farmer? Are we out here trying to impress our parents who? Are never going to be impressed by us.
0: Right. Or prepare it for a next generation who may who, not who even, may
1: not even want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Living your life is like a, a big part that that all of us that beat the shit out of ourselves is not really thinking about.
0: Yeah. Our next segment is the Dickhead Daily, which his phone's dead so we can't actually look up the one that we so thought we going to use. So you're a dickhead so we'll just remind you to submit your little stories tell us what state you're from and give us a little scenario of what's going on on your family farm that is making you feel frustrated we will share the misery the next segment is this or that the get to know us segment i want to
1: stop you there do you want to know what my favorite tiktok people are sure is the Am I an Asshole.
0: Oh, you'd love them.
1: It's two, what there is it? There's like
0: two blonde girls that two, have a podcast. Two something
1: chicks, right?
0: I don't know. You always send them to me and I don't um,
1: know. Them. They go on Reddit and they listen to these. Am I the Asshole Am questions? Am I the Asshole questions on Reddit. So if y'all wanted to start doing that, I really enjoy. You that. You know who I
0: enjoy the most on TikTok right now? Who? The mom chats and dad chats. It's mm. that couple, they sit and they like, they sit at their mm. counter in their house and then they like, um, they're really into, like, sour Warhead candy contests and stuff right now. I've sent you a bunch of their stuff. Seriously, you don't watch anything I send you.
1: Send me nudes. We'll watch them tonight.
0: You won't!
1: <laughs> we will. Whenever we do the hanky-panky. You're being so aggressive
0: lately. That's because <laughs> you don't love me.
1: Oh my god, if there's any man in the world that has ever professed the amount of love that I love for you, it is fucking impressive. Like it. he's he's nothing. I Very can't nice.
0: believe that you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, this or that. <laughs> Team project or solo project? Solo. Yeah, solo, fuck that. Relying on other people is for the birds.
1: What's actually shit about this that is that
0: this or that
1: what's shit about this or that is that you could have sorted them cattle by yourself today and I came and helped you and you didn't need my help.
0: Well, that's true, but it doesn't. I'm not like mad. No,
1: but I'm saying that, like, solo project is that, like.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's just. Sometimes to just, do it by You yourself.
1: know, and, like, we. I don't know. We don't really struggle with this, but, like, if you'd have told me, like, babe, I got this, I'd have been like, alright, cool. I'm going to go fucking do something else. Where there's been multiple times where, like, I've said to my dad, mm-hmm. I don't. Fucking need your help right now.
0: And he still stays there. And he
1: just stands there and watches me, like, you know, and then he's like got that angry eyes. Oh boy. You know, like, just like, what the fuck, man? Like, you need to leave. You need to not, like.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, the thing is, we're just jaded from life experience.
1: Yeah, no, and I mean, I think that.
0: There's always someone on a team that drops the ball, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're a complete asshole last week when you're when I was sorting, What was it, time number two or three? Me? Yeah, when you're like, I can't sort these cattle if you're in the middle of the way. When I'm I-
0: standing in the gate. Cause I was opening the fucking gate, you <laughs> dick!
1: Like, how the fuck am I supposed to open the gate when I'm not not happy in the fucking way? Oh. I'm supposed to be fucking magic man and open the fucking gate when I'm not in the fucking way.
0: Team projects are for school children. Right. But you and I tackle a lot of things as Yeah. Them,
1: so I today, think. so today, perfect example. Like, we had to move twenty five head of fat cattle from the lower barn to the upper barn, and we've never done that. Yeah, that was brand new. Isn't and it awesome that we did awesome you know i mean we we picked out a group of 10 and, and a group of eight and we loaded them and yeah and but
0: they loaded really good that they was did
1: best. they did load really good no stop stop discrediting yourself they loaded really good because two very calm people were like put them on the trailer and didn't get dumb and didn't yell and throw their arms up and i know
0: be- but i feel like our fats load harder than that from the upper barn
1: Right, I mean, them cattle definitely better been been on, an on fucking trail trailers a, a lot, where our cattle have not. Never and I agree with that. Really... But I'm just saying that, like, yeah, we from a group aspect, yeah, like, right. we know what the fuck we're doing, yeah. and like, we we know each other as far as the cow thing goes. So
0: I guess it depends who your teammates are.
1: Well, you're my only teammate. No, I mean you know?
0: for the question, like team team or solo.
1: We should go in our room and try a team project right now.
0: Oh. I've been doing that solo, too. <laughs> oh! oh, my God. Did you guys hear that? You been gone.
1: I will fight you.
0: <laughs> Corn, soybeans, hunting. A girl feels lonely, Dada.
1: I'm a little emotional right now. Oh, my. I think we should end now.
0: We'll, well see you next time, people. We will
1: see you next time. But this time, we'll be back from... Kenkin. Kankin. And uh, we're going to be. We got some pretty cool stuff that we'll talk about, I would say, by then.
0: Yeah, I would hope we're going to be barreling towards Christmas by then. Well though I'm talking about I know, with Michelle. Just saying. Speaking in general.
1: Yeah, we'll be hitting Christmas hard and uh, muzzleloader season.
0: Mmm, can't wait for that. (laughs) Titillating.
1: Titillating. Shop local, yankeebeef.com. Beyond appreciative of all of you people. So, just last week, and this is depths of my heart shit uh just last week a young uh, he's born in 1993 so he'd been 30 took his own life
0: local kid. local
1: kid i don't know him i don't want you to say i'm sorry for your loss i want you to evaluate the people you work with as a farmer i want you to and if you are a farmer who is struggling I want you to send me a message, and I will contact you. We will have a conversation. If you are the person struggling, if you are not the person struggling,
0: check on the people around. Check on the
1: people around you.
0: Just because Um, someone looks fine doesn't mean that they're fine.
1: Yeah, you know, there's no reason that at nighttime you can't say, "Hey, how's everything been going for you?" And that's all them people want. They just want a simple check-in. A simple check-in. My advice is, is if you are a strong-headed person and you have no concerns, check in on those around you. And if you are a person who is struggling, send me a message and I will check in on you. The young farmers of this world, we cannot lose anymore. Period. You are beyond important. If you're listening to this and you're having thoughts, get a hold of us.
0: Someone.
1: Someone. And I realize, like, talking to your family is a fucking problem. What I'm saying is, is that if you're struggling, my phone is always open. Message us on any one of our social medias, and also if I don't message you right back, hit me up again, and I'll we'll yeah, Figure it of out.
0: Conversation news and that we're never gonna intentionally be ignored.
1: There is many, many, many more resorts than than the one where you're not here no more. So been beyond important to me and to everyone so that's just my last check-in
0: yeah so be out there and be kind
1: yep shop local Yankeebeef.com. we'll
0: see you next week